0: Hey, hey, this is Danielle Grouchek, founder of Canine Inspired Change. Welcome to the Canine Inspired Podcast, where we explore the connection between humans and dogs and give you tools to strengthen your bond with your dog and with your community so you can get out there and do good with your dog.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Uh, so this is part two of our conversation with Aaron Hunter and Mike Melios from Karuna Community, Minnesota. Um, if you have not listened to part one yet, please go back and listen to last week's episode just so you're fully caught up. Um, I'm joined here by Danielle. How are what, you? What, what? And well, Mark Sterry, our producer. Great dude. Um, so I just want to jump right back into the conversation. Um, so at the end of the first conversation, we talked a lot about supporting, you know, community members, supporting other nonprofits. And so, you know, at Canon Inspired Change, we are a nonprofit. And and Mike, you started this nonprofit, Karuna Community, Minnesota. Um, I would love to hear about where, like, your inspiration behind starting Karuna and uh, kind of its its evolution. I also want to
0: at some point ask you about your military um, lawyering and if there was any chance for you to say you can't handle the truth. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) I was thinking about that the entire first time. work this and you can but, yeah. you know as was in my like in my head the entire can time name, can we name <laughs> I, I, I love it you can we handle the truth
2: because people would ask me they're like oh yeah so what do you do is it like a few good men yeah, i'm like yeah. yeah that's exactly it but i'm not um you know as charismatic and as good looking as tom cruise in the courtroom i disagree um,
0: i i okay. highly i disagree
2: <laughs> all right well, thank you. Thank you.
0: Contempt. I hold you in contempt of course.
2: Yeah, I'm just going to be, gonna the, be when, like stupid. It wouldn't be the first time. It wouldn't be the first time. I'll get, I'll get Aaron to bail me out.
0: Yeah. Asked and answered. Just kidding. All right. Moving on. I'm going to contain be a judge. myself.
2: Um, yeah. Like a lot of things in my life, I stumbled into it. Um, yoga and meditation had been really important or still are very important to me. I got involved with uh Veterans Yoga Project, which offers um yoga mindfulness meditation to veterans in a in a treatment setting, in um in, out, out in the community. And so I was a public defender in Ramsey County, and my friend Jenna Lee, who is also a mitigation specialist, uh sentencing advisor, uh just like just like Aaron is. Uh, on her own, she was teaching yoga to the women in the Ramsey County Jail, and I said, "This is amazing." I was like, "There's just not a whole lot of folks out there doing this." Um, as you can probably imagine, jails and prisons are not a not a lot of not a lot of compassion in those in those facilities, and not a lot of um, wellness tools. And so, me and Jenna Lee got started just informally. I just said, Hey, how, how can we go about doing this? How can we go about sharing it? And so we were like loosely affiliated, just more of like a, a group of people. Um, We got to uh, invite Aaron Hunter to come along the journey and um, Caroline Durham. And then we picked up amazing board members uh, like Aaron Jork. And we said, all right, let's make this official. We're, we're going to be a nonprofit. And our mission is going to be um offering yoga and meditation to people impacted by the legal system and so it's it was a um it was an area that we noticed needed some help because you see all these mindfulness workshops at the major corporations and big government centers and it was like because we, we already worked in the legal world it was like who's who's servicing the people we represent mm. um and so from uh, from there, we got all the paperwork filed, and we've now have regular classes going in the in the community, and we also do workshops for the people that work in the system, uh, the lawyers, the judges, uh, the folks in probation, the social workers. Um, you know, just trying to help the community as a whole.
0: Right. Oh, that's so cool. So, okay, I want to backtrack just slightly, though. So, usually, when people, I want to talk about what made you seek out like yoga and and meditation, because usually I know when I started to seek it out, it wasn't because I felt awesome, (laughs) you know, like there's a need there for me personally. And so I'm just wondering what, where you were in your life when you were like, Hey, I need to, I need some help or I need to look for some answers here.
2: Yeah. I was, I was towards the end of my, my army time. And I hadn't processed a lot of the trauma Mm. uh from afghanistan Mm -hmm. and at the time too i was working on the armies um in the capital and complex division representing service members who are on death row they're Mm. they're pending execution and so i I wasn't i wasn't handling that trauma well i was very emotionally distant just completely emotionally numb um and i was still too hard-headed and yeah, to go see a therapist. So I was like, Oh, let me, let me discover this or let me see what else is out there. And so I got into um, there's some philosophy and I got into Eastern philosophy and really enjoyed teachings uh, on Buddhism and, and yoga. Um, and then I got linked up with, with veterans yoga project, got more involved there. Um, and then eventually it opened the door for me to, you know, have the courage to go talk to a therapist, yeah. you know, be able to, you know, change the narrative, as well as getting into the somatic.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Feeling, that's important. Feeling, did you find breathing really and meditate? Did you do any breathing exercises? I'm curious.
2: Oh yeah. 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 Very helpful. Um, you know, at BYP our executive director is a clinical psychologist mm. and so he teaches a lot of the breathing and yeah, really helpful and just kind of paved the way for me. Like, like we talked about in the first episode, the awareness, Yeah. like what is going on? Um, right. because yeah, I, I couldn't figure out where to get help until I had that, that space to be like, all right, and take a breath here mm-hmm. and just be like, okay, what am I feeling? Right. Not just, not just being like, ah, yeah, feeling yeah. all the emotions at, at once. It's like, okay, what am I feeling? Let me take this step by step. And then, um, you know, find the tools that work for me. And then once I found the tools that you know, seem to continue to work well, um, being able to share with the community.
0: Mm-hmm. well it wouldn't be a, a podcast if i didn't bring up dr huberman i was just going <laughs> everybody knows my obsession with him he's got his own podcast he's a he is a uh, researcher at stanford he has his own lab and he talks a lot his mission is to bring um science based knowledge and information at a total of free cost to all people so oh, he i, I lo- he's great so um Anyways, bucket list at some point, if, if he can come on the podcast, I will literally freak out. But he talks about um, how it's very, very hard to affect any change in the brain with thinking, with the brain, right? You have to go to the body. I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. And so and then the first way to access that is breathing, I mean, sure, yoga and movement and that can get you like we call it getting the issues out of the tissues and um but then breathing is a super easy first step to to guide people. just let's take a you know a count to four and breathe in, count to four and breathe out, even count breathing it will help you feel better. That's one of our basic tenets of canine inspired change you know we breathe with the dogs so you know knowing that everybody's mind does this the mind fluctuates the mind thinks that's what it does it's not personal it's not trying to get you it's just there's a lot of unimportant thoughts there um and a lot of then different complicated things that happen with PTSD which i for sure experienced myself um but you can it, it's never you're never going to think your way out of that there's there's tools that you need to go to that um will help you feel better in your body Without having to tap into more thoughts, which is kind of what we're trying to move in the other opposite direction of.
2: For sure, I, I thought I could intellectually process yep. it. I, mean, I was
0: Figure it out.
2: You know, I could read every book on it. Uh, and it, it's funny as as soon as you say just mention breathing, it. I, I'm developing healthy patterns just right now. Just seal my lips as, as you were talking and I'm listening. I'm just now breathing in through my nose. It's like. Mm-hmm getting into the body's parasympathetic nervous system right
1: i want to in the first in our first conversation um we talked about like telling telling stories and 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 having the opportunity to tell your story to humanize you um we also on the on the flip side can tell make up our own stories Mm -hmm. and so i need to share like one of my first experiences with mike (laughs) melios um so i met mike because um i'm a yoga teacher and mike i i think you took my class first and then eventually mike ended up in a teacher training i was facilitating and i i i didn't know much about you i knew you were a veteran and in my head i was thinking this guy probably just wants to do a million chaturanga push-ups and like he's not going to be interested in talking about the yoga sutras or the eight limb path and like sitting still might be kind of a challenge for this dude and i i mean i love i i love looking back and be like you idiot aaron what were you thinking you know like because now like mike's the one that is like here read this book about buddhism and and Mm -hmm. and now you know especially again like the storytelling mind of I facilitate a lot of teacher trainings it's usually women and so just having you know a a man and then a man who's a veteran I create I create the story about about you and what you're going to bring to this experience but uh I just it warms my heart every time I get to take your class and I get to sit and meditate and breathe with you because hey guess what everybody he's not teaching chaturanga (laughs) (laughs) push-ups Uh, so I just, I like that's, that was such an important, like personally for me. And then of course you, you're, you're my go-to person when I have a, a crisis of some sort, like, I don't know what to do with my life. Mike Melios, help me. I don't know.
2: (laughs) Well, I'm grateful for you, my friend.
1: (laughs) So Aaron, I know my story of getting looped into Karuna. Um, what, what inspired you about getting involved with Karuna and, and, you know, what did Mike share with you that you said, yep, I need to be a part of this.
3: Um, I was I was really excited when he came to me with the idea um, and how he explained it. I mean, it, it seemed like it was right up my alley. It was something that I have watched uh, my clients struggle with a great deal, feeling um, out of touch with themselves and who they are, as well as just kind of the world around them because they're incarcerated. Um, so the idea that we could be bringing some light into the jail was a beautiful thing. Mm. Um, and not only that, but then, you know, taking it a step further and understanding how we could bring light to ourselves as workers um, that are doing jobs that are very, very hard at times, that was amazing. So my first experience, I think, going actually doing any yoga, it was um, by invitation of Mike, and it was a beautiful experience. And so from that point on, I was sold. I, I had really not done anything with meditation, um, with yoga practice, nothing. Mindfulness, I knew about it, but didn't you know put a lot of stock in it. I just kind of lived my life not really following any of it. And then it opened up my world a little bit. And I was like, huh, this is something. This is something beautiful. And so I also remember the first time I meditated with Mike was one of those, like, just enlightening experiences. I felt so free afterwards. I I literally couldn't believe that breathing mm-hmm. could make that much of a difference in my life, in my day. Um, and so through those, you know, small experiences, I thought, yeah, this is something. This is something that we need. Um, as a community but as well as you know just for ourselves I think it's an important group that's doing important work and I was really really excited to be asked to be a part of it
1: well and Mike you bring up compassion fatigue and it's something that I had really had never been exposed to or like the concept of compassion fatigue until you know you and I developed a, a friendship um and it's, I mean, for the work that you two are doing and you know, social workers and, and other folks, it's just so important that, yes, we get out there and we support the community through these like mindfulness tools like yoga and breathing. Um, and we're also taking care of the self. Uh, and, and Mike, it's, that's something I've always appreciated about what Karuna does is, you know, sure, we, we support folks that, that might be incarcerated, And you're out there doing work with attorneys and judges, um, because that's really important too.
0: That threefold kind of triangle is super important. I think it's like a little circle that brings you back to Mm. the beginning, and and we kind of have a model like that here as well, Um, because once again, you're looking at the fully faceted organism. You know, you have to look at both sides of everything, or all sides of everything. in order to bring about some kind of a change, and also if you can't be compassionate towards yourself, if like first of all, if you believe that you are made up of the voice in your head, and that's all you are, that's that's tough, um, and also if that voice in your head is continually telling you, you know what a piece of crap you are. Um, and you and people then cover up that up with all kinds of different ways. So if you can't be compassionate to yourself and understand that the place to look is not the voice in the head the thoughts, there's a different place to look. Um then you know we don't have a chance. So to get these people um that are in these stuck uh, kind of loops, you know, the negative thought loops, to let them go. Hey, there's another way you could breathe. Maybe see how you feel. That brings a lot of compassion to the self, and then, and then only then can you truly be compassionate to somebody else. Are you guys seeing anything, yeah. um, any changes in your the people that you're working with that they're able to make a shift within um, their belief system around who they are and how would they feel?
2: I I was excited because you know I didn't know how receptive people would be if yep. I'm like, hey, I'm Mike, you know, I'm, I'm in the Hennepin County Jail and you know, I'm here to you know offer this this stuff called yoga. Um, but yeah, they they are receptive. You know, all, all the I, I teach the men in in the facility. Um, and, and they, they are really receptive and then just, they're excited to try something new, especially, especially something that, that they have, uh, agency. Yeah. Over. It's yep. like, you know, for me, it's like, how, how can I address that inner critic with a sense of non-judgment and a sense of compassion? Like, I don't even need to go through the futile exercise of trying to silence that inner yep. critic. But I can just be like, Hey, what's going on? Why are you bringing this energy today?
0: Or even just and like, Hey, eh, you're fine. I'm just not paying attention to you. Like it's not important. Right. Unimportant.
2: Right. And I can address it with, uh, and if you come to my meditations and if you've been to them, it's, I, I it's a broken record. Like read it with a sense of compassion and non judgment. Mm. And it's so
1: good. It's mm. so like, it's never redundant. It's, it's, it's exactly yeah. what I think folks need yeah. in the moment.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it's been good. I mean, I've, I've had guys contact me three years later saying, Hey, you know, I'm still doing some of this, this meditation stuff. I mean, th- and this is stuff I offered when I, when I was their attorney, Wow. because right. When you go, I mean, cause Aaron's part of the defense team and it's like, when you go through this trial together or you go through this proceeding, I mean, you get to know each other over a course mm-hmm. of years and you get to know each other about each other's like families. Um, and so like when stress levels are high, I'd be like, Hey, would you want to breathe Mm. at all? Amazing. Um, And yeah, I, um, yeah, I had one guy send me this like amazing photo he drew in prison of, um, of the Buddha, like laughing. Mm. And he's got this big gregarious, um, like smile. And he put this like really nice quote in it. And he, um, sent it to me a a year after his case, um, and I opened up my office. I just started bawling.
0: I mean, started I started bawling. Yeah.
2: I mean, I lost it. It was just like such an amazing gift. Cause I mean, I doubt I'm like, all right, I'm going in here is, is, you know, some people may not like it. Some people may like it, but you know, some self doubt will creep in. It's like, am I, my sharing tools that are actually beneficial? Right. And so the feedback we get is, is pretty good. Um, and just we're just here to offer tools. We're not telling you yeah. what to believe, what to think. Here's a way that you can breathe that may help for something as small as sleep, or may it you know may open up later down the low road a different way to think about life.
0: Right. Well, and sleep is huge too. So. Yeah. um breath and like turns out that as humans <laughs> evolved we forgot how to breathe and how to sleep so hey we're doing great <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i so. would definitely recommend that book Erin and i have just been like oh freaking out on the book on breath by james nestor
2: okay um it's oh, yeah. so good No, I joke around. I'm like, if you take anything from this class, just try to breathe through your nose more. Yeah,
0: yeah. He talks about putting tape, like surgical tape on your mouth when you sleep at night if you're a person that snores um, or if, um, you know, you wake up with a dry mouth or something because, um, and I tried it. It works. It's pretty cool. I do too. Yeah, you do. So
2: did you read the book? No, I read The Oxygen Advantage.
1: Ah, okay, cool. You have to read. Yeah. Like, everyone is so sick of me talking about this book. Everybody go cool. read Breath by James Nestor. It's, it's pretty, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful for you two. Me too. I, and before we wrap up our conversation, because, well, I just feel like I have to bring it back to dogs because that's yeah. what we do. Um, before we sign off, I want to ask each of you a quick question. If you could be any dog breed, what would you be and why? You can think about it. Aaron, you think you got it?
3: Yeah, it's it's two. It's the one that I think I represent the most, and then it's the one that I would like to be. So I think I'm very much um, a... Uh, oh, no, I just lost the dog. Um, hold on.
0: I always talk about how I want to be a mythical wolf-like, morphing woman wolf mystical justice warrior (laughs) from the realms of love and power
3: (laughs) i love it i love it um i'm i'm thinking like a great dane
0: yeah like
3: very much of a protector and um you know i i'm gonna take care of my family and my friends and the people i love and people around me just but i would like to be a lasso opso Ah. and you're a mix <laughs> around and relax whatever i want and just sit wherever i want and cuddle and yeah.
0: i love that i totally see that within you like kind of like i am i love deeply and i'm a protector but don't mess with me those are my favorite types of women yes yeah that's totally you okay what do you got for us mike
2: um i'd be like one of the dogs that are probably like one of the most like fierce and like everyone's afraid of them so probably like a chihuahua
0: (laughs) i knew you were going somewhere you know i'm like he's not serious right now there's no no, way
2: but they think (laughs) they are and they come at you it's like when you go into the house there's a chihuahua it's like they're gonna bark at you they're gonna let you know that it's it's their house yes And they're not going to hesitate to go after like that bigger dog. <laughs>
0: they're going to take a run at you. <laughs> yeah, so
2: yeah. Maybe it's that like small dog Napoleon complex. Uh, I don't
0: know. <laughs> no, I don't know. know. No, I, I think know. I see you I just, m- more as I love, like a, I
2: love little dogs who like just think yeah. they're like they're the sheriff. Yeah, you know they're yeah. like this is my yard. This is that my is definitely
0: house. your sense of humor. That's definitely. Yeah. But like your persona is more like a stately even tempered steady lab like you can count on a lab you
1: can you know what that
0: lab is That's a compliment i will
2: take that yeah
1: like oh you want to get involved come here like let's throw the ball let's do this that's yep Mm -hmm. that's
2: mike feed me rub my belly Mm -hmm. i'm happy yeah perfect
1: well i want to do a couple plugs so um if you're inspired to get involved with karuna um we offer meditations i say we i'm it's mainly mike um you can check them out at karuna cmn.org um and then you know aaron hunter is doing amazing work with sentencing alternatives and and mike melios with um with melios law so thank you you two are amazing
0: we'll put all those links in our show notes too so you can find them easily
2: yeah, come join us for a Saturday or Tuesday meditation. Heck yeah. yeah! We'd love to have you.
0: Thanks for having us on. You're welcome. Thanks Thank for you. being
1: here. All right. Yeah. Until
0: next it's really, time, everybody. Great to
2: chat with y'all.
1: We see, I see you. You matter. And get out there and do do good, good with, with, your with your dog. dog. Woof,
2: woof.